Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. Hey, hey, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand spanking new episode of Force of Habit. We are here at part three of the Slay the Holiday series. That's basically halfway through, and I'm shook because the end of the year is flying. How was your holiday, by the way, if you celebrated Thanksgiving? I hope it was amazing for you. I hope you ate some really great food. I hope you saw your friends and your family. I hope it was just all good, 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 good. Um, And by the way, did you use any of the tips and hacks that you've been learning? I hope so. Because I know if you did, you had a way easier holiday. And hey, if any of the episodes so far have given you a light bulb, have been insightful, I would love, 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 love if you left me a review on the pod sharing with me uh, what's been most helpful thus far. And I'll be your best friend. (laughs) Uh, But we aren't done yet because are the holidays done yet? Oh, no, ma'am. If anything, we are just getting started because the big boy is coming up and that's Christmas. (laughs) Over the years, I found that, you know, my clients don't necessarily struggle with Christmas Day as much as they do Thanksgiving, I guess because the food is somehow um, not as focused or the holiday, (laughs) the food, the holiday is not as focused on food, even though most of us eat Christmas dinner on Christmas Day. Uh, Gift giving and, you know, matching pajamas probably tend to distract us a little bit. (laughs) But you know where the real struggle lies most of the time. It's naturally a colder season. So you're if you're on the East Coast like me and you experience a more prevalent winter, being as active is a really big struggle. I know last winter for quarantine for me was a really, really hard winter. I had gained a lot of weight. I talked about that a little bit at the start of the year, but last winter was really hard for me. And so now going into this year, you know, we learn from our lessons. We learn from our past experiences. I'm ready. I'm ready to have the most fit, active, (laughs) goal-smashing winter of my life. Um, And I hope you are too. Um, And this is also why such a large percentage of women gained their most weight in the winter time because naturally it's colder we're inside more we aren't sweating as much as we are in the summer we aren't as active as we are in the summer in the warmer months um but also it's the holiday parties am i right while the pandemic is still very much a thing with the vaccines and the lower case numbers chances are this year you'll be attending a party or two or five, you know, (laughs) something that my clients struggle with before working with me is how the heck can I socialize and still hit my goals? Is that even possible? Do I have to pick one or the other? Short answer is no, and we'll get into that. But this episode, I didn't want to just give you a bunch of tips and tricks and hacks 
because the tips from Slay the Holidays Part 1, Balancing Your Carbs, honestly take care of that for you. Try and eat something high protein, high fat, or fiber before you head out to a party so that your carbs have clothes. Um, How you start your day vastly affects the cravings you experience through the day and at the end of the day, party included. And getting in consistent movement helps create a place for glucose to go. It's able to go into your muscles, right? It's not standing outside of the dressing room in the line, how we talked about that, instead of, you know, floating around in your bloodstream. Those tips are going to make a massive difference on the level of indulging you do and the guilt you experience because of it. But that's not usually where the big problem lies. Because let's be a 100% real friend. I'm not in the business of sugarcoating this for you. The holiday season lasts about two months. You know, 60 days. The mini kickoff really is Halloween, right? Is that fair to say? That's when you start decorating at least. (laughs) So 60 days. And so if you add up the actual holidays, and let's pretend you're the socialite of your town, or maybe you are, I don't know, (laughs) and you hit six holiday parties this season I feel like that's one basically every weekend so I don't know if that's a little maybe I'm like such a recluse you're like sitting at home like six holiday parties I do that in a week (laughs) but let's just say you hit up six big holiday parties um this season so from Friendsgiving all the way to ugly Christmas sweater parties to the new year celebration that's 10 days now Now, I'm not great at math, but if I'm doing that right at the top of my head, we have 50 days left in the holiday season. What the hell are you doing for those 50 days? And if you want to break it down even more, those parties last a few hours each. That means more often than not, you have the entire day leading up to the actual party. Before the party, the event, the gathering, whatever. And that's not to like put you down, friend, you know, or make you feel shitty right now. (laughs) That's to give you a new perspective. To have the epiphany and say, oh shit, I've been dreading the holidays when in reality it's just two days. And I only have three parties that I've RSVP'd to this year. What am I freaking out about? You know, you spend your holiday season beating yourself up for gaining weight, attending the parties just to feel guilty for it, preparing for the new year like you are going to transform your life in one month only to be back the very same year, creating the same exact goals, thinking the same exact way, feeling the same way, and maybe even with a little more weight, a little extra fat than you came into the year with. And it's a domino effect and every year it escalates and those thinking patterns, those beliefs, really sink their teeth in and every year it gets really really hard to transform transform your body transform your mindset your habits your routine and it isn't until you challenge those beliefs that you transform from the inside out that perspective is powerful because our old thinking patterns often create a bigger problem than what is actually happening, what's actually present for us. And what this allows for is space to confront the excuse. We're not going to sit here on this episode, on any of my episodes, and fight for your limiting beliefs. Oh, you're right. You know what? You know what, girl? 
the holidays are stressful. Just push to the new year and you can start then. Fuck no. <laughs> no. Because then when the new year is here, then it's after the new year. Then it's after February. Then it's after Lent. Then it's I'm waiting until spring. Then it's summer. Then it's healthy girl fall. Then boom, it's the holiday season again. And you're living in a time warp, making the same excuses, doing the same thing, seeing the same results, which is none. So we have to challenge that thinking. And when you take ownership, beautiful things begin to happen. Powerful shifts occur. So first stop on this train, the holidays and the parties account for like 10% of the actual holiday season. Mine blown, right? And the second stop on this train is addressing this all or nothing mentality that likely has kept you stuck for years and will keep you stuck no matter the journey you're on. And it's the belief that I'm either all in or I'm all out. I'm either healthy and committed 24-7 or I'm a failure and undisciplined or unmotivated if I'm not. I'm either at all the holiday parties or none at all. I'm either binging at Thanksgiving dinner or I'm passing on my favorite foods and eating really small portions and feeling restricted. That thinking, man, I could do an entire episode on this. And it's actually one of the lessons in phase one of my program, Sheetrician. But this thinking is so harmful to your journey because it completely disregards you as a human being, a human who needs and thrives in balance. A little this, a little that, a little yin, a little yang. That war that happens in your mind is a tough one to win if you approach your health journey like this. 10 times out of 10, you lose that battle. It's just a matter of when. Because dream with me, friend. Just close your eyes. Not if you're driving. <laughs> but if you're on the toilet still from episode one, what happens when you shift your mindset and understand you can attend the holiday parties on a Thursday and a Saturday, you know, you do two parties a week, and also move your body and eat healthy and practice habits that make you feel good in all the in-between time. What happens when you don't put pressure on yourself at the party, that you enjoy it like it's intended to be enjoyed and you understand that this isn't an extra special event. It's just life. And in life, sometimes you go to parties. What if you committed to your health and committed to fun? What if the two lived in balance with each other? You know what that's called, friend? A lifestyle. And it's not an easy thing to achieve, but it is simple. But we've conditioned ourselves to believe that for years, it's all or nothing. I've fallen off because I went to an ugly Christmas sweater party and ate two cupcakes and got drunk. Then we set ourselves up to repeat the cycle. And it's an ugly, nasty cycle. But there is another side to that. And stick with me, because this is where it can get tricky. Because remember, I said balance. You have to find your balance. And balance isn't, oh my God, she said I can hit all the parties and binge out on the party suites and get wine drunk every weekend. Woo, let's go. And it's like, sure, I mean, you don't need my permission to do anything you want. 
But sometimes people hear that and they run with it and they ignore the part about moving their body consistently, about eating healthy and intentionally, or taking care of their mind and spirit during the week. You know, they're like, green light for sweet spinge? Bet. <laughs> like, no, that's not balance. You're, you're intentionally, it's like selective hearing. Like you're only hearing the part that you want to hear because that's how you've been doing the holiday season. And, you know, a lesson I've been teaching Bexley lately in the house and carry this story with you if it's if it's helpful, completely erase it from your memory if it's not. <laughs> but she's at the age where she's naturally more I don't know, rebellious. I don't know. That's not the correct term. She's not rebellious, but she's she's really coming into her independence. And so saying things like, hey, Bex, go brush your teeth. Something she used to be excited about at three, you know, to do by herself like a big girl. We get tons of groans and moans and procrastination now. And we recently had a dentist visit this year and my girl had some cavities. And because she's still a squirmer, (laughs) the dentist decided to do cap until she's a little older to get them filled or they fall out, you know, whichever comes first. Uh, but she was really, really, really upset when she got the caps. It was painful for her. She didn't like it at all. Um, you know, that with a bunch of laughing gas, she just, she didn't like it. And so because of this, I mean, who likes the dentist, honestly? We remind Bexley of natural consequences that happen when you neglect a part of you. So when it's time to brush your teeth, And it's met with moans and groans and I don't want to. We gently remind Bex, we aren't asking you to do this for us. It's to keep your teeth healthy. It's for you. Because when you don't take care of them, cavities can happen. Like, you're not going to get in trouble with us. You're going to have to take that up with your dentist. (laughs) Those are the natural consequences. There are natural consequences for neglecting your body. There are natural consequences for not taking care of yourself mentally, physically, spiritually. Not for me, not for the people that follow you on Instagram, not for your family or your friends, but for you. The natural consequences happen to you. They happen to me. They happen to your mom, your sister. And so you should want to avoid those. You should want to take care of you. You know, it's interesting to me, mini rant incoming. (laughs) This just popped in my head. I did a poll today on IG stories and I like to do this often and this will probably be a podcast episode soon, but I like to do polls like every quarter or so just to see where you guys are, how I can tailor my content so that it helps you, it holds value to you where you are now in life, whatever struggles you're going through. I, you know, I don't spend hours brainstorming and creating content every week for myself. (laughs) It's for you. And so one of the questions I asked was, what is one thing you think would help you stay consistent in your diet? You know, eating healthier, eating more intentionally. And I said, you know, don't overthink this. Just what is the one thing you think would just help you really stay consistent? And uh, the alarming, well, no, well, (laughs) not alarming, but the resounding answer was a chef. And I was like, a chef? You know, food, and almost all of the answers, it was food being prepared for me, being told when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat, 
And, you know, the sad reality of that answer is that it wouldn't help for shit. What, Shanta? What did you just say to me? It wouldn't at all. Maybe the first couple of weeks, but it wouldn't. And I'm going to tell you why. Because people think the doing is the problem. I don't have time. I'm so busy. My life is crazy. Cooking is overwhelming. And it's like, no, it's not. I'm sorry. I'm going to be a dick for just like one millisecond, okay? I don't, you know, I'm not like this often. But sometimes I got to be because it's, it's for your, it's for your growth. <laughs> what if everyone justified being an asshole? Like, it's for you. <laughs> I'm being an asshole for you, but I really am. You can spend 30 minutes on Instacart or shopped ordering your groceries. Having them delivered to your house, you ain't even got to step into a store. You can take 10 minutes to put your groceries away and about 30 to 40 minutes preparing dinner for yourself that night. And while you're at it, making a few extra lunches and dinners uh, the next couple of days, too, by just upping your um, portions. Like, the, <laughs> why am I blinking? Upping your servings that you're, you're preparing so that you don't have to be in the kitchen again for a few days. You can switch up your snacks and add in weekly treats so that you don't get bored. You just don't want to. And I'm going to throw in another side little rant. A lot of the times, and I do this often with my clients, because my clients do not pay me to enable them. And I have went on this journey where I don't care if they like me. I want them to like me because I, I have a relationship with me. But if they don't, that doesn't matter to me. What matters to me are their results. What matters to me is their growth. And so them liking me has nothing to do with me or them. Honestly, it's just it's irrelevant. And so something that I have been doing lately with my clients is every so often, um, you know, a client will get busy. They'll say, ah, I'm so busy, Chantel. I haven't been able to do this. And I say, okay, I want you to do something for me. I want you to open up your phone. And I want you to do this uh, too. I want you to open up your phone if you're not driving. Go to your settings. Go to screen time. And if that doesn't say zero, you've got time. You are choosing to put your time elsewhere. And if I could be a fly on the wall in your day, I can guarantee that I can find a lot of time pockets for you to focus on and intentionally put energy into growing as a person. I guarantee it. And so I, I don't ever like hearing the excuse, I don't have time. You should make the time to invest into you, to pour into you. You should want to do that. You're telling me that you sitting on Instagram for two hours a day or scrolling through TikTok for an hour and a half at night before you go to sleep is a priority to you, but you don't have time to spend making groceries and preparing food for yourself the next day so it makes it easier on you to hit your goals. That's not a priority to you? All right, sis, whatever you say, I can't, you know, I can't do your push-ups for you. I can't prep your food for you. 
you know, you're Bexley right now groaning about brushing her teeth, even though you know the natural consequences. So we have to stop looking at other people to be our saving grace. If only I had a chef, then I would be fit. Then I would be consistent with my diet. There is meal prep services, affordable ones at that. But there's a reason you haven't done that. There's a reason that you don't have a HelloFresh subscription. Because deep down, you know that's not the reason you're unfit or out of shape or not feeling good in your body or having a lot of bouts of anxiety or insecurity around your body. The real reason is your mindset. What you think it means to be healthy, the lack of consistency, the unwillingness to push yourself, the unwillingness to be uncomfortable for a little while to confront excuses and habits and your set ways to be comfortable down the road and know that healthy habits will become second nature eventually. But you know, that's a saga for another day. And that is going to be a podcast episode coming soon because I'm going to get y'all together before the new year. Okay. (laughs) But all that to say, balance is not hitting every party and neglecting yourself through the week. Balance is also not being uber healthy and only picking one party. Balance is doing what you love and what you need to live a healthy, happy life. And it's not easy at first. Why is it that we think everything has to be easy? Why? That is not where any of the incredible growth happens. You know, I hear that all the time that, you know, it just isn't easy. It's simple. It's actually really, really simple. But it's not always going to be easy. And that's okay. It's not necessarily hard labor. But it's a challenge to challenge your mindset and to break habits and to break limiting beliefs that you've thought about yourself for years. That's not an easy feat. But it's possible. And if you tell me it's possible, that's all I need to know. That's all I need to know. If I know it's possible, that's it. That's all she wrote. So it can be done, but it takes time. It can happen. You just have to want to do it. And don't be afraid to get messy along the way as you learn to fail, to mess up, to fall off, to be consistent and have streaks, to break bad habits, to create new ones, to be open to not getting it right all the way through the first time. So this holiday season, I want you to do both. I want you to attend the parties and have a blasty blast and take care of yourself the next day and all the days leading up to the next one. When you do that, you make room to still hit your goals and to enjoy your life. It's possible you can do this and until then i'll see you next week boo